I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I'm so excited to have my next guest here. We have Brandon Mizrahi, who is the founder and CEO of Renewed. And if you have not heard of Renewed, you need to definitely go online and we'll have all the info in the show notes. There's even uh, a coupon code too. So you are more than welcome to use that as well. But Renewed is a brand he created after discovering the benefits of a mushroom tea, a chaga mushroom tea. And Renewed is setting the drink scene on fire with the perfect packets of Renewed. And I can't wait to get into more of the story with Brandon and and some of the new developments that he's working on as well. So welcome, Brandon. Hi, Kara. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on. Super excited to have you here. So tell us the backstory behind the Renewed brand. How did this all come about? So Renewed is, the concept of it is to strip down beverages to their nude natural state and renew them for not just the health and wellness community, but for the masses. I'd noticed that a lot of drinks out there and beverages in particular in the health space don't taste very good. You know, we have those green juices and the wheat grasses that you have to kind of plug your nose to drink. So we wanted to make healthy delicious. And that was really our mission from the start. That's awesome. So what is a Chaga Chino? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know all these all these fun terms that we came up with. So it's it's really our take on the frappuccino, which is the number one selling coffee drink on the planet by far. People people think about cold brew and lattes and cappuccinos and all these different drinks that the cafes have, but you know Starbucks created this delicious drink, the frappuccino. You can buy it not just at Starbucks, but obviously in an RTD, ready to drink at your gas station or any marketplace and. It's just by far the best-selling drink. So it's, so we said, okay, this is America's taste buds. Let's respect that. Let's meet them where they're at in terms of the flavor profile they want. But let's actually make this thing healthy because there's 56 to 60 grams of sugar in, in this thing. There's mono and diglycerides. There's coloring. There's vanilla flavor, um, natural flavors, which sound good, but they're not natural. Um and so we just cleaned up that flavor profile and created a drink called the Chagachino, which is sort of like your coffee 2.0, your upgraded coffee, supercharged coffee, where we take a wild forage mushroom and we add it to your coffee with all these other ingredients that are in that sort of mocha latte drink, but we've cleaned them up. So it has the raw cacao instead of highly processed cocoa and I mean, I can go through the ingredients, you know, but that's not very, very fun. But it's basically a cleaned up version of that drink and upgraded and spiked with with nutrients. 
How often have you thought about learning a new language only to be stopped by that memory of yours from the last time you tried to learn a language when it didn't go so well? Okay, maybe it wasn't a language that you were interested in learning, or perhaps all those poorly written textbooks in your sixth grade class weren't that well written after all. I have a great tip for you. It's called Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program around, available on desktop or app, no matter where you choose to learn it or what platform you choose to learn on, Rosetta Stone works and it truly immerses you in the language you choose to learn quicker and easier than you ever imagined to. Maybe you're getting ready to travel abroad this summer and you want to learn a bit of Portuguese, let's say, before your trip. Rosetta Stone can help. I know this firsthand as I did just this before traveling to Portugal last year. I learned Portuguese through Rosetta Stone, and by doing so, I not only got a better grasp of the spoken language of Portugal, but it got me very excited for the trip itself before I went. They even have a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation as you are learning, too. They've got you covered. Rosetta Stone's trusted experts are the real deal. They've been helping people just like you for over 30 years helping millions of people to learn Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and my favorite, Portuguese. The lessons are five to 10 minutes long and include practical exercises so that you can pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. No English translations either, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language you are focused on, helping you get the long, term retention you are looking for. And who wouldn't want that? Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Kara Golden Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is The Washington Post. Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. 
I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of the Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for the Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. Thinking about what's for dinner, but you haven't had a minute to even think about it before now? Well, let's not make that mistake again. I have a tip for you. Factor. Stress-free, delicious, ready-to-eat meals, just perfect for spring and summer yumminess. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready-to-eat in just two minutes or less. Choose from a weekly menu of 35 options keto, vegan, veggie, or calorie smart, Factor has you covered. Discover more than 60 add-ons every week too, like breakfast and on-the-go lunch choices, snacks and beverages now too. Stay fueled and feel good all day long with whatever they are creating over at Factor for you. And the best part, each meal is ready to eat in just two minutes or less. And who wouldn't want that? Factor is your solution for fast premium meals without the need for cooking. Get started today and fuel up for your spring and summer goals. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash golden50 and use code golden50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code golden50 at factormeals.com slash golden50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's code GOLDEN50 at factormeals.com slash GOLDEN50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. So can you describe for those who haven't tried it, like what does what does it taste like? I, it tastes like mocha ice cream. We're sweetening it with monk fruit, so there's no sugar in it. So for the keto crowd or you know the no sugar crowd, you're you know it's it's zero calories, um, and it's got the raw cacao as I mentioned for that mocha flavor. We're using a little bit of vanilla, but it's not it's not like vanilla extract. It's like real vanilla, um, just ground up. We're using Ceylon cinnamon from Sri Lanka. Hmm. It's just got all these great ingredients. And the chaga is wild forage like tr- like truffles would be, mm-hmm. but it's for your health. They call it the diamond of the forest because it's for your health. Um, and it's made under pressure like diamonds in nature. You can't grow it on a farm or you know, cultivate it. Um, so it's the highest level of similar to truffles, but for your health. So 
I'd love to hear, like, is it difficult to source these mushrooms? I mean, what is your supply chain like? Is it, it, I mean, it's, it's wild that, that, uh, that you were able to, to develop this into what you have. Oh my God. It's, it's probably one of the most difficult ingredients in the world to source. It, it only grows on birch trees. So it only grows on one tree out of thousands of trees out there. It only grows on one in 10,000 birch trees and it only grows in freezing climates. So even in a place like Hawaii that has birch forest that will not grow there because it's too hot. So we have, we source it from Alaska, British Columbia, all the way to Siberia. Um, on these northern climates, um, and what what these wild foragers will do, similar to truffles, um, where you just have to go out in nature and find it. There's no real recipe; you can't grow it, like I said. So it's what that, but that's where the magic is, because it's taking its nutrients from this tree in nature, um, in a freezing climate for ten to fifteen years, and it's pre-digesting these nutrients, and that's where the magic really comes from, and and what makes it the most nutrient-dense superfood, adaptogen, fungi, whatever we want to call it on the planet by far. But in terms of sourcing, they'll Jeep, they'll find it on the tree and then GPS the tree so they can go back to that tree, these wild forages, so it can regrow. And there's so much of it out there, similar to like, you know, not, not to use fossil fuels as an example, but, you know, it was, it's been cooking in the earth for 500 million years. This stuff has been growing for millions and millions of years and, and we haven't really been consuming it. So there's just an abundant supply out there and it's sustainably harvested, meaning the, the wild forages will leave 25 to 30% on the tree so they can go back to it and reharvest it in a year or two. That's so interesting. So I'd, I'd love to hear, so when you were looking at this, you hadn't done another beverage before. You and I were talking about, you had been in a totally different industry. This is a very personal uh, product for you because you wanted to bring the benefits to lots of other consumers. How did you ever think about this mushroom and how did you stumble upon it and what benefits did you really see it was helping you with? I was, I was just, you know, yeah, like my background is in tech and actually there is, there is a kind of strange, really strange similarity that I found out later between the internet and the fungi kingdom, you know, where there's the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, which we're in and the fungi or fungi kingdom. I don't, you know, there's for the pronunciation, you know, police. Uh, so, the mycelium of the mushrooms is actually the original internet. It's, mm. it's basically the roots of these mushrooms that is underground and they communicate with each other um, underground in this sort of web of roots. Mm. And the largest living organism, most people think it's a whale or something like an animal. It's actually a mushroom um, in the Oregon forest, a honey mushroom. We're talking like the size of 10,000 football fields and these, these, these sort of roots are all communicating with each other. So we had the blueprint, just like when we see, I don't know, like birds in the sky and we think, oh, let's make an airplane. We had the blueprint for the internet. So in, in a funny way that they, they were related in a very strange way, but that had nothing to do with why I started. I was just trying to heal myself. I struggled with health issues, was getting sick all the time from the time I was in third grade. I was in fetal position, screaming from stomach pain. I was very sensitive to the food system. Um, you know, I had amazing parents, 
and I love still, I feel like I have the umbilical cord attached to my mom. I call her way more than I'd like to admit. Um, but you know, at that time it was Ronald McDonald and the, the playground at McDonald's and the happy meals and the worst foods were being marketed towards children. And you had toucan Sam on the cereal boxes and the Kool-Aid guy was jumping through the wall. And, you know, it was just all highly processed, terrible foods. And then for lunch, you had the Lunchables and the food pyramid said, you know, eight to 12 servings of rice and pasta. And, 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 and you know, our bread in America, they pull out all the fiber, they pull out all the nutrients and leave you with this white sticky paste that's like glue in your stomach. So it's, it's like, I get that everyone became, you know, gluten-free and lactose intolerant. There's nothing wrong with glu- with bread and, and milk. It's just the way that it's processed and it was, it's just poisoning people and it poisoned me. I was very sensitive to it. So I was trying to heal myself from an early age while I was pursuing my, you know, internet career in data centers and, and web hosting. And so I stumbled on this as an accident. It wasn't an intentional business idea that I had. I was experimenting with a lot of different herbs and adaptogens. And this one had helped me more than anything on the planet, really. Like, you know, there's maca in Peru as an adaptogen. There's ashwagandha that comes from India. There's he Wu from Japan. Sort of these, um, every... Every um, society and, and ancient society had this sort of nutrient dense um, superfood that mm-hmm. they've been consuming for thousands of years. And chaga is one of them. Um, and it sort of in in the Eastern European, Russian, Asian community was, was is really huge. And it's sort of being rediscovered in America right now. It's so interesting. So there are other mushroom drinks out there. Um, and uh, some of them are ready to drink. Some of them are in powder format. But what other mushrooms are are many of them using chaga, or is it uh, is that you know not one not every mushroom is the same mushroom. I know they all have different tastes and different um, health benefits as well. But do you find like you have a ton of competition for your specific mushroom, or do you have to? Like, how do you view that world? Yeah, I mean, it's funny. You wouldn't think mushroom coffee would be a crowded space. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it is, and um, it's getting more and more crowded every day. I, th- the market is also growing. Um, you know, and in terms of the other mushrooms out there, there's a lot of them. There's 2.6 million mushrooms in the fungi kingdom. So, you know, pe- most people think about mushrooms as something you put on your pizza or, you know, in cooking. And, you know, maybe there's some poisonous mushrooms growing, but the medicinal mushrooms are typically the ones that grow on trees because they're pulling their nutrients from trees. So they're not ground mushrooms. And yeah, there's there's reishi, which is a very popular mm-hmm. mushroom. There's cordyceps, there's lion's mane, there's chaga. There's a few others in the um, medicinal mushroom world that are very popular, but I, those are probably four of the most popular. Um, and it, they all have overlapping health benefits. Um, and maybe one or two things they stand out in. So like Rishi, for example, is maybe a little bit better than Chaga for going to sleep, like a melatonin type, Hmm. um, effect, but Chaga, is better than reishi for your immune system and um you know and for other a host of other things like anti-aging and beautifying properties as well 
So they all sort of, but there's a lot of overlap. Like that doesn't mean that Rishi isn't good for immunity and that, you know, Lion's Mane isn't good for this. Lion's Mane stands out in cognitive function, but Chaga is also great for cognitive function. So the, the way I landed on Chaga was because it was because of the Wild Forge story and the story behind it. Some of these other mushrooms can be cultivated and their, their life cycle, they're not pulling the nutrients from that birch tree for 10 to 15 years in that freezing climate. Um, they're, they're grown on rice or oats and, you know, maybe, I don't know, it's Chaga to me has had a better story behind it um, that attracted me to it. And actually the health benefits that I just personally felt from it um, stood out. So I just went with sort of my own experience with it versus the others. I But I'll take the others and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not knocking the others. I think all adaptogens, medicinal mushrooms, superfoods, are, are amazing to incorporate in people's diets. So people hear about mushrooms and some people worry, right? The the whole idea of, you know, getting high or are you going to get high or hallucinate off of your drink or can you sort of set the record straight? <laughs> yeah, it's not a psychedelic mushroom. Yeah, because that is another category that is that is very popular right now. I mean, there's serious universities and Johns Hopkins is doing a lot of research for PTSD and there's a lot of promise there, but no, these will not get you high. There's no psychoactive properties or psychedelic properties. They will make you, some people feel a little like buzz, like similar to like a caffeine buzz when they consume chaga. Um, But it's no psychoactive psychedelic effects from these mushrooms. And there's no caffeine in it. No, there's no caffeine in chaga, but interestingly, it does give you an endurance boost up to 25%. They did studies with, with mice where they drop them in water, and the ones they give chaga to swim 25% longer. Interestingly enough, though, it's on the mitochondria level, so it's not like you know blocking your your endo endosin receptors and like caffeine does. It won't keep you up at night. Um, it's just a great way to get an energy boost for your workout. So how do you incorporate chaga? Uh, so they come in the packets and what's the best way to make a chaga chino? So the cafe, at, at the coffee shops, we have over 2,500 cafes serving a chaga chino as a drink on their menu. What they'll do is they'll pull a double shot of espresso, just like a latte. They'll mix um, your effective dose of the chaga chino. You're so we're giving people their daily effective dose, which is anywhere between 500 milligrams to 1.5 grams of this stuff. That's where all the research is done. And then, um, so they're mixing it into a double shot of espresso and then adding adding the milk of choice. So a lot of people like it as an iced latte with oat milk or you know a dairy alternative milk like that, uh, but. You know, at home, people are well. If they don't have an espresso machine, if they're using a Keurig or you know, they're welcome to or drip coffee. You're welcome to just add the packet or a scoop of powder to that, and then add a creamer or the milk of choice, and it's going to be delicious. You can also have it hot or cold. Like I said, it tastes like mocha or coffee ice cream. Um, It does it all for you. It's it's very similar to instead of adding the sugar or the other thing to your coffee, you add this to it. And it's meant to be combined with coffee, not replace your coffee like some of the other brands. Um, this is in addition to your coffee, just like a creamer or a sugar uh, or, or you know sugar packet would be. So you recently launched the Chaga Matcha. Can you talk about how you decided to go that route? 
Yeah, like a lot of people um, who, you know, kind of are trying to get their caffeine from, uh, you know, matcha or a different source or just take a break from coffee or, you know, get over that afternoon slump and they don't want a second cup of coffee, but, you know, they want a matcha in the afternoon. Um, and a lot of the cafes, you know, we saw that matcha was getting more and more popular too. So we decided to launch one and we got the greatest ceremonial grade matcha that we could find. It's grown in Fukuoka, Japan by the Yamaguchi family, which mm. are basically Chashi tea masters. There's like sommelier level, you know, charts to this stuff. Uh, if if you really want to geek out on it, it's it's wild. Like stone milled versus machine milled, shade grown, first harvest. There's all these terms that I learned in, in sourcing the matcha. Um and these are like level 10 Chashi tea masters that have made it for over 800. It's been grown there for over 800 years. Um, you know, that, that predates the United States um, by like 400 years. So they know what they're doing out there in Japan. And that's where we source it from. And then we're also adding the mushroom, the chocolate, wild forest chocolate mushroom to kick it up a notch to get you your ceremonial grade matcha 2.0. Um, and then we're also adding, you know, the monk fruit sweetener and some of the other amazing ingredients to supercharge it and make it taste like, um, you know, matcha ice cream, really like, or green tea ice cream. Um, it's delicious. I have one every day in the afternoon. That's awesome. So do you remember the day when you decided I need to actually go and develop this product? Obviously it's one thing to find something that is really helping you. It's another thing to go and actually create a physical product. You hadn't been in the physical product space uh, and hadn't been in the beverage space or the you know, natural food space. But do you remember that moment when you said, I've got to do this because no one else is, is doing this? Or did you see other people doing it and you thought you could do it better? What, what was kind of the thinking there? Yeah, I do. I was around 2017. I was making the chaga as a tea. So I was, I was sourcing it from some of these wild foragers, just buying it online. And then very similar to coffee where you would you would take the chunks grind them up and steep them but instead of like a like a tea with like a 3 to 5 minute steep they're so medicinally charged that it's like a 2 to 3 day steep and i have to leave it in like a pressure cooker uh, so it was a long you know process to make the chaga tea um and then you know i started adding like lemonade to it and making these chaga tea palmers and different funny experiments and just tinkering with it. And then I would sample it for my friends and family and they were just going crazy for it. I didn't have anything left. So I set up a little farmer's market booth out here in Los Angeles on Melrose Place where, you know, health and wellness capital of the world. And I had all these different flavors. I had the chaga tea plain, the way the indigenous people consumed it thousands of years ago. I had the chaga palmer with lemonade and organic monk fruit. And then I had the we did a horchaga, which was kind of a fun play on a horchata. And then we had the chaga chino. And then week after week, I got one of these square card readers. I paid $40 for the license and, you know, no expensive market research, $20,000 market research group. I had it right there just in, the, in my backyard, luckily. And the square card reader told me every week what people were voting for in terms of their dollars. And they voted for the chaga chino. Sometimes it was three times over the other drinks, four times. Sometimes it was five times we outsold that drink over the others. So I said, okay, if people want this in a delicious latte, 
um, in coffee. I'll meet them where they're at, where are they consuming coffee? Mostly at these amazing third wave coffee shops. So we started approaching the, the, um, the most trendy coffee shop in Los Angeles called Alfred Coffee. You could literally walk in there and see a Kardashian or a Bieber or Bill Clinton or Larry David. I mean, celebrities from all walks of life go into this place on Melrose Place. And we launched it there. And then day one, it was a it was just an enormous hit. We had Gwyneth Paltrow, Kourtney Kardashian, Hillary Duff, Nikki Bella, all these celebrities, not just consuming it, but posting it on social media without us even going to them, organically posting it because they're drinking this weird mushroom coffee that like they had never seen before. It was a new drink. So it was all an accident. And that's that was sort of the evolution of it. I love it. I love that story. There were a couple stories there, but definitely I'm sure those were pinch me moments for you that you just never really thought. Um, and it's exciting too. It's like, you know, definitely seeing a product that you had this idea for get traction um, is just it is amazing for sure. Uh, so what's the most difficult part of building a beverage company for you? Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, I think the misconception a lot of people have, because I had a friend who was starting a business at the same time and it was something in the the nail space, um, nail polish space. And, you know, she had this conception of once I create this product and it's great and it's different and it's new, I can sell it and it's done. <laughs> and, you know, for, for that, and then they get discouraged and she didn't, really want to go further. And for me, it was like, once I created the product, that was just the beginning. Now I have to market it. Now I have to get it out there. Now I have to tell the story. Now I have to convince people, not not just the, the customers, but the cafe owners and um, the distributors. And, um, you know, and now I have to hire people and convince them why they should work for me or for somebody else when I have to hire my first person, you know? So, you know, I learned the only safe thing is to take chances. Um, and that's what we did here. We, I, I mean, I took a chance. It was, it was based on intuition, not data. Yeah, which is which I think is uh, you know you just have to try, right? Because I think oftentimes the data is just not going to be there for you to go and figure it out. Especially in this, because the the lane we chose a mushroom coffee at coffee shops. That's how we started this, going to cafes. It didn't even exist. Mm -hmm. So I mean, but but you know, there were products that didn't exist before that that in 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 the cafe that came on and like gangbusters like oat milk, you know, that didn't exist before. Like cold brew coffee that didn't exist before, and then all of a sudden it's so there are precedents. It's not just like, hey, let me let me just have a crazy idea. I mean, it is a crazy idea to to mushroom coffee. It sounds it does sound crazy and people whenever they try are like oh what oh this actually tastes good they have such low expectations so they they always have to clarify it with a oh wow that does taste good so um but we we just say lips to liquid cuz once we would get lips to liquid on this thing whether it was the barista or the decision maker or the cafe owner it's at that point they love it and they can't believe how good it tastes and they know that their customers are going to love it and the fact that it's so healthy for people um, and it has all these amazing nutrients. Um, you know, it's a great proposition. 
Yeah, I remember when we were first starting Hint many years ago, uh, we created not only a new product, but also an entirely new category, which was unsweetened flavored water. And what we found was that, you know, I had no idea that there was uh, how much education would have to go into uh, kind of re- retraining people's brains into thinking that unsweetened actually is, uh, is it tastes good, right? People automatically thought, okay, it's unsweetened. What's it sweetened with was like the number one uh, comeback to us. But then also it was people didn't really understand it. And so we had to use all of our marketing dollars to actually get trial because we knew that once we could actually get trial, that was the way that we were going to get repeat customers. Totally. And I think, you know, people in January and beginning of the year want to do these cleanses and sort of retrain themselves or get, but I do feel like when people take a break from those routines and the sort of broken records that aren't really working for them, you know, cause you could sink deeper into that couch in, of depression and it becomes more comfortable and becomes safe. It's a safe space. And, or you can get up and do something new and, you know, sort of retrain those, those patterns. And if you can do that with a product, I think that's a huge winner. And that's that, that, you know, that's what you did. And, um, you know, that's what we're trying to do. And we're, we're on that journey. I love it. So last question, best advice for founders or someone thinking about starting their own company? Uh, what what would you say now knowing what you know? Um, you know, I would say old keys don't open new doors. I mean, if you if if you want to if you want to get something new, you got to do something new. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to take that chance. You can't and you know, it's not it's not just that if you take the chance you're going to you're going to immediately succeed and and sell your company for 100 million dollars it's a you you need to be fluid and go with the flow and if and listen to the customers and the audience and make changes and um be fluid so there were a lot of changes that we that that we that I did and I made a, where I had no idea where I was going to end up and I didn't follow a sort of business plan that you would have gotten in college because, you know, if I did, it would have been find a distributor or go to the market. You know, we went to coffee shops. We didn't use a distributor. We got, we created our own distribution channel of over 2,500 cafes to start um, and then went direct to consumer. And that, there was no precedent for that. So, you know, I think it's possible to sort of just, pave your own way where you need to. But but if there's a path there where someone else has paved the way, take that route. Cause you know, it's, it's a kind of a combination of when you need to kind of chop down the weeds and when there's just an easy road that you could take too along the way. So yeah, I would say old keys don't open new doors is the biggest thing. I love that advice. So, so Brandon Mizrahi, founder and CEO of Renewed. Thank you so much for coming on. And everyone needs to try Renewed. I will have all the info in the show notes. And as I mentioned before, we have uh, an offer that he puts in the show notes too. So uh, you definitely have to take advantage of that. But thank you again. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. 
Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. I would love to hear from you too, so feel free to DM me. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my Wall Street Journal bestselling book, Undaunted, where I share more about my journey, including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now.